Hi, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. This is part two of Everyday Celebrity, a personal branding guide from a Hollywood media coach. It's my very dear friend, Jess Ponce. Now, let me tell you something. Jess and I could talk until the cows come home, as they <laughs> say, if we were on a farm. But we're not on a farm, but you know what I mean. So my dear friend, Jess, this is part two because he has so much information to share with people. And if you are a cooking teacher, a, I don't care who you are, you like to, you're a speaker for your community. You, I know that you can use some of Jess's tips. Okay, so that's why I wanted you to be a guest, Jess. And thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. I, you know, I love what I do and I love the opportunity to share this knowledge with other people and to speak with people like yourself who have been instrumental in helping me figure out um, my part in this crazy world and, and in entertainment in particular. Yeah, well, you know what, Jess? If ever there was a time, and we all know this, and that's why I think of your podcast, and we had one, we've had several people during the pandemic, during mm -hmm. this quarantine, I know it's, I'm not making light of how it's so difficult for so many people, but I will say this, if you can turn um, the screw in, you know, in your brain lock, instead of thinking it as a negative, I keep thinking it, uh, the pandemic as a reset. I keep thinking to myself, I have more time to take my dogs for a walk. I have time to read all the books I wanted to. I mean, I have time to learn and I have mastered, I don't know if Cindy probably didn't share it enough, but I made the most perfect loaf of sourdough bread in the whole world. And it only took wow. me Yes. But I would never, when I was a working stiff every day, I would never have taken on that opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Or that challenge, because I would have been frustrated if it didn't turn out perfectly. So all I know is be able to have time to have you back and do another podcast and talk to us and talk to the audience of women beyond a certain age with so many wonderful, they're branding tips, but I think of them as communication tips. I think they can help you throughout your life. Okay. I think it's... I, I think they're marital tips sometimes. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Because when we're speakers or mm -hmm. we're on TV or we're doing a video, aren't we trying to project the best part of ourselves? Absolutely. And so when we look at, when we look at celebrities as case studies, there's yes. a couple of things that we can begin to examine that apply to us. First of all, they are their own spokespeople. So when a celebrity goes out and he or she does press, he or she is promoting a brand. And that is the, the brand of their work. They're also representing the brand of a project. So let's say that he or she is an actor in a TV series. Then they're not only talking about their own personal brand, they're also talking about the project, you know, the TV series. So not only do they have to be able to present themselves in a way that is promotional, but also likable. And so I always think of what I call the three C's, which are they are clear. We want clarity. We want to be able to portray some confidence and to have charisma. Now, clarity, we talked a little bit about in our last podcast, 
and that is being able to determine the three A's, your audience, your agenda, and your call to act. Confidence is a, I, I think confidence has two components. Now, confidence has to do with belief in your subject matter, and that includes yourself. So if you're a chef, what is your belief in your ability to get past, you know, this idea that um, I don't have anything to share to actually, I have something very unique to share. And that is my process, my, you know, take on sourdough bread and the fact that it took me, you know, however long it took to get the perfect loaf. But also that what I have is a value. So it's understanding your subject material and second, knowing that it has value. When you're able to do that, you can stand confidently. Now, I think a lot of people, when they look at confidence, is all about the body, is about being yes. able to, to stand tall, to be able to you know, have an erect position and use your, your gestures in a certain way. That is the manifestation of confidence. So that's how confidence looks physically, but that in and of itself is not confidence. Confidence is an internal belief that shows up in an outward way that people begin to believe and trust what it is that you're saying. I love that. And you see when I said, when you just explained the three C's, clarity, confidence, and charisma, mm -hmm. think of when you are trying to sell your idea mm -hmm. to your spouse, if you thought <laughs> of those three. No, I'm serious. Instead of, I'm serious. See, I think our personal relationships and our personal life and our business life are all mirrors of each other. Do you know what I mean? They're just, I, I know this. I, having married Kenny almost 30 years ago, but when I got better tools at being a wife, okay, mm -hmm. and a spouse, mm -hmm. and I say that with all respect, because my first marriage, Jess, I wasn't a good wife. Okay, because I, I hadn't learned that yet. And I didn't bother to learn it. Well, you probably weren't the best Denise. either. No, that's Denise. exactly right. So now I just look at but when you say those things to me, I think that if we're present, we want to project our best self and our certainly our authentic self. I've worked with people. And so have you just when the camera went off, that wasn't the same person. Oh, no. fact, I always think of it, it's like one of those movies that the mask could have come out and underneath there was some hideous vampire underneath, you know, so pretty on camera. And then ah, as the mask came off, the monster was right there underneath. So, but when you say those, the three C's, it makes me just think that you can apply this to even to every day of your life. Absolutely. And so, you know, charisma. Uh, just to dive yeah. into that, that that third C for a little bit, I think it's one of the things that is often misunderstood. And you kind of hit the nail on the head right now when you were talking about these people who present themselves in a certain way when the camera is on versus when it's off. Now, I think about um, Robin Williams and, yes. uh, and Rosa Parks. So those are two people that I mentioned in the book. Now, Robin Williams was that person who was like, uh, you know, elaborate and great and grand and like jumped out of his seat and had the funny and the energy was way up here the entire time when he was speaking and when he was on camera. And that was sort of his charisma. His charisma is, is funny, it's the bit, it's the voices, but that's inherent to some skill that he's developed. 
Opposite of that, when I had the opportunity to meet Rosa Parks before she died, it was actually at KTLA. She was um, receiving an award. I don't even remember. I was so young, but so like mesmerized to be able to escort this um, prolific figure for even a five minutes. Mystery. A woman yes. of history. Just right there. Amazing. She had a different type of charisma. And that was, she was strong and silent and purposeful, but moved slowly, looked at you in the eyes when you spoke to her, almost soft-spoken, but with a, a, a silent strength that was incredible. And I look at both of these people, very different in their approach, but yet equally charismatic. And the reason I mention this is because I think all of us have our own charisma, but instead of nurturing that, which makes us strong and which makes us impactful, which allows us to have better relationships, which allows us to communicate more effectively, we try to be something else. We try to be strong or, or like if we're in an argument, we're gonna just keep getting louder and louder and louder. Yes. And what does that do? That does absolutely nothing. It doesn't showcase your natural communication abilities at their best. So well said. I do agree. Just if you take the time to listen, and this is a very big thing, if you take the time to listen to people when they're speaking to you, I think that everyone does have natural charisma. But we just don't, in this loud world and, you know, in our louds, sometimes you just, we don't listen to what other people are saying. And we're not look, you know what I mean? And then some people just don't think they have any charisma because they're, they're not developing that talent, as you say, or they just, they don't trust themselves enough to think that they're interesting enough or charismatic enough. And that could be from their background, from mm -hmm. their childhood, from, I mean, how did you, Jess, I know how, but you were going to talk about your grandmother a little <laughs> bit because... And if you've read Jess's book, and again, I just want to say it's called Everyday Celebrity. Uh, we're going to have all Jess's information up on the website and the Facebook page like we always do. But I know a little bit about your story, Jess, but I think it's imperative that other people know it. Okay. So, so my, you know, I grew up in uh, city of Azusa, which is a, a suburb of Southern California. And I, as I had mentioned, I felt like I was related to about 80% of the city. And <laughs> <you work>. um, <laughs> I, you know, really, you know, one way or another. And my grandmother, you know, was a cleaning lady at our local church, St. Francis of Rome. And when you looked at her, she was a woman who was soft-spoken, an immigrant, eighth grade education, uh, got to be the treasurer of her local church organization and a key figure in the community, wow. not because she was this outspoken personality, but because she was somebody who, who grounded herself in her love of family, in her conviction of her beliefs. She always had uh, warm tortillas and a fresh pot of beans on the stove. And people would come to speak to her. People would, you know, come to not check on her because she was this old woman who needed help because she had, you know, 12 children of her own and 48 grandchildren when she passed away. Plus, I don't know how many great grandchildren at that point, but she was somebody who people liked to talk to. Her wisdom. And they were going wisdom. for her wisdom. 
her wisdom, her approach, her, her, yeah, you know, and so um, I write about her in the book because she, to me, epitomized an everyday celebrity because all of us have value in that warm tortilla, in that peaceful conversation, in that listening ear, in that maybe sense of non-judgment, but all of us have the capacity to know how we can show up at our best. And here, my grandmother with an eighth grade education didn't have the structure or, or even the, yeah. the framework to, to illustrate verbally the things that I talk about in the book, but she embodied every aspect of it. She was confident, she was clear, she had her own charisma and people knew what she stood for. And I think when people know what you stand for, you have a brand that people will like. Because branding is all about how you emotionally connect to your audience, remain accountable to them, and instill trust that they come back to you again and again. Oh, so account yes. accountability, trust, and connection are three huge components of personal branding. This is extraordinary, Jeff. <laughs> Jesus, I forget how good you are at this. <laughs> <laughs> think of you as my dear friend and did your grandmother help with your confidence jess oh my god how do i get through this without crying yes and i remember being you know so i went to the catholic school where she worked at and she lived across the street and i know you look at me and think oh god jess you were an athlete and a stud when you were in school <laughs> and you know the truth of the matter is you know i wasn't so here i am you know this, this chubby boy with a flair for the theatrics um, before I knew I was even gay and I had a lisp. And still to this day, and, and you know, there are moments and times when I, it, it's louder to me than it is to others, but it's present, it's present. And being teased for being fat, I didn't care about. Being teased for not being, you know, the typical boy, didn't care about. Being teased for the way that I spoke, I did care about. And it was my grandmother every day who made me feel like I was okay. And I remember before my grandfather passed away, and it was something that my mom just reminded me of this weekend, that my grandfather would tell my grandmother all the time that one day I'll do something in entertainment or I will make people laugh or listen because I try so hard and that I work so hard to not let this bother me. Oh. And yes, that's Wonderful. Now, I have to tell you, I never felt like you had a list until I read it in your book. So when I read that story, all of a sudden I thought, huh? It was like, huh? Like Scooby-Doo. I was going, huh? Because you had so obviously fixed what bothered you. I didn't know that that was anything you ever struggled with. You know, and I, and I think, and thank you, and I think the, oh. these things that ail us are louder to us oh, than they'll God. ever than they'll ever be to anybody else. And if anything, you know, I would love one day to sit back and look at my life and say that if I was able to share anything with anyone is that regardless of a lisp, right? A lisp is how you communicate. It, it is a sound and a voice. To be able to say that despite that, I teach people how to communicate. And I do that because I've learned how to play with language. I've learned how to use expression and the use of words and have studied media, this thing that was a seemingly 
bad or negative deficit has actually become one of my best strengths. It's allowed me to, to look at the way we communicate in a completely different way. And, and it, honestly, if I can do it, you can do it. It's extraordinary. I mean, just how dear that your grandfather said that mm -hmm. and how wonderful, how lucky that you had them in your corner. I know when people don't feel good about themselves, I mean, real deep down, they don't feel good about themselves until they fix that. Do you know what I mean? And they have to fix it. You'd like to think that the new, the expensive watch you're wearing is going to fix that or driving a very expensive car is going to fix that. But external things don't fix what's on the inside. And I've seen you work with people where you can turn that lights, you, you're turning the switch for them you know, when you work with them in media branding, turning the switch where they start to really address that they have to work on the inside and feel better about the inside. And it's humbling too, because yes. you're absolutely right. And the work that I get the pleasure to do is to help people show up. And that's what communication or branding or promotion is all about. It's showing up. And in our world where we are as media consumers, much more savvy than we've ever been. We're also um, have an insatiable appetite for more and more. You've got to be real. You've got to have something inside of you that you know that you can give. And we have so many poor models from politicians to reality stars that exhibit the worst of what self-promotion can do. Absolutely. That when, when I get to work with somebody and to get them to look inside, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I'm, I'm not that qualified individual. But what I can mirror back to people is this idea that, you know what, you're trying to show something you're not. And yeah. so, so go back, look again, do what you need to do, and then let's work on this. And those moments of breakthroughs, like, oh my God, even if it's like, I don't have to pretend, I yeah. don't have to do that, that in and of itself is, can move mountains, you know? Move mountains. I love that, Jess. You just said it. I think our honest communications with ourselves, knowing who we are, then it makes it easier. You know, you use the word authentic. I know it has gotten overused by anything, but I love the word authentic. And I know this, when you know yourself and when you like yourself, it makes it just makes life easier. When you see people that are projecting just ugliness and or horrible and stuff, you know they feel terrible about themselves you know they mm -hmm. hate themselves otherwise they wouldn't be like that and they do that because they can't be by themselves That's and right. they can't be with themselves yes and the whole idea that we are everyday celebrities is this basic concept that celebrities are purposeful in how they show up we too can be purposeful in how we show up oh, and we can and we can do that in an authentic way we don't have to do it superficially we don't have to do it in a fake way it takes a little work and it takes some introspection to be able to say hey i have value this piece of me is valuable this content i want to share is valuable and that's why you know when we think about women of a certain age such a ripe group of people to not only model that, but to embody that, to sit there and say, hey, I have value. Damn it, I've been through a lot. And every single piece of everything I've been through has made me 
this incredible badass person that I am today. Thank you. Yes, you are so correct. And let me tell you something. Cindy knows when my when you know my business in full tilt and I worked all the time. The best people that I ever hired were you want you want you want to get a job done you hire somebody who's got three kids at home that got them out the door that clean the house cook dinner before she left yeah they're going to get on a set and they're going to kick ass and take any job that I give them do you know what I mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. they good so I think that that's a huge part of what you're saying but people and you as you age you do think I can handle that I can take care of that Absolutely. And I also, I also think too, for the young people, watch, listen, pay attention to these people. Because I, I don't know if it was my grandmother who, who instilled within me, sit down, shut up and listen to these women, um, or what it was, but I've, I've had female mentors my entire career. And, and I say mentor more than jobs. And I've been really lucky because I've also had some bosses who were the Antichrist, who were the models of of what not to do, right? But if you can sit there and look at at the success that people have and not be jealous of it, but see what they do and how you can do that in your own way, because you can't ever do it exactly the way somebody else does, but you can learn from them. Now, Jess, we're gonna have all the information Mm -hmm. on the website. People can go to Women Beyond a Certain Age, uh, dot com. You know, we archive all the podcasts there. So after years of air, we are going to put it up on the Facebook page and we're going to give away one of your books. Great. So can, yes. Do you have any workshops planned? Tell people when you do workshops, because I got to teach a workshop with you once or, once or twice. But so that if people are listening, I know that you've worked for Lucasfilm, the Walt Disney Company, Home and Garden TV, LinkedIn, the Ritz-Carlton. So people that are listening out there, I've seen you in action at the Ritz-Carlton where you went and groomed a whole lot of chefs so that they could do some television appearances. If someone's listening and they're thinking of that, I will have your information so they could contact you. I would recommend that people go to jp3globalmedia.com. That's J, like Jess Ponce 3, the numeral, globalmedia.com. And there, I actually have a lot of different videos. I have some blogs. And I also have flyers for workshops. And I'm always open to doing one-on-one coaching, workshops, anything that's needed. And I feel like right now in our world where we're all resetting and relooking at the way we do things, a lot of it's virtually. And you would be amazed the amount of great virtual work that you can do when you're working with clients. I think absolutely. Well, Jess, thank you so much for your time. I know how valuable your time is. Cindy had a brilliant idea. And what we're going to try to do is after people have listened to your podcast, we may be having another podcast with Jess. We'll do it, Jess, where people can write, because we've had this before. We did it once before. It was very successful. We want people to ask you some questions, and then I'll read you the questions, and you'll answer them. Perfect. Perfect. And I've always loved loved that, Cindy. That's Cindy. Brilliant, brilliant woman she is. I'm going to tell you something. That damn Cindy, she's as cute as a bug and as smart as a whip, and God damn it, she's fabulous. But I know this, Jess, even from the very start, 
I know we, we you said that so much information. There's someone that's going to write in a question that says something like, I'm terrified to just even speak at my church in front of 20 people. Do you know what I mean? And I know that you have shy people are shy there are people that are shy that'll say I could never do that or people that will ask I'm doing my very first tv segment or I'm trying to do my first food video you know what are some tips you have for me so I will put that up and we'll find out from people and we'll get some questions for you and you'll come back and answer questions for people anytime anytime and I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to talk to you and to all of your listeners and to all those listeners out there I don't know if you if you know Denise personally or if you've just seen her online, but she's an amazing individual, and I'm so oh. glad that she's doing this for you. Thank you, honey. It's you know what? It's totally self motivated because I get to talk to really interesting people. Now you can look for us on Facebook at our group Women Beyond a Certain Age. You can go to our website womenbeyondacertainage.com, and if you have any questions, you email me at womenbeyond at icloud.com. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Miss Cindy. And we will be back with you and you're going to help some people with some communication, Jess. I think that's what you've become a master at. And I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thank and you. thank you, Miss Cindy. And talk to you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>